All right. How do I turn this thing on? Here it is. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Creative Ops, a podcast for creative people by creative people. And I am your host, Christopher Talon. Thank you for joining me on Monday, January 24th, 2022, or whenever you're listening to this thing. So, as I've said before, I'm a writer. And as a writer, I'm also a reader. So I want to tell you guys about a few books that I really enjoyed reading recently. First, I read Tell No Man. Let me get a little more t in the microphone. Tell No Man by T.J. Tranchel. All right, here's the back of the book on this one. No crosses, no holy water, no Latin, just white shirts and black ties. When Maddie Smith, a single Mormon mother, receives a foreclosure notice, she begins looking for a new home. While her sons Brandon and David stay home, Maddie explores an old sandstone house in Black Hawk, Utah. The house, however, has never really been empty. There's a painting Maddie shouldn't have seen and something else alive in the house, something that goes home with her. Mormons don't practice exorcisms like the Catholics do, but Maddie's bishop, Blaine Griffin, and his former mission companion, Ray Montoya, saw something like this in 1973. Forty-five years ago, they failed to save a young woman from hell. Now, they have a second chance. The faith of devoted authorities challenged, the love of sons for their mothers confronted, and a biblical command to tell no man what has occurred, lest they not believe. This book is scary, it has great characters, it's fantastically well written, it's got a fun pace, and it's an awesome read. And it's fun to see an exorcism that isn't Catholic for once, because that's, you know, my whole life I was like, oh, I'm Catholic, so I'm going to get this. But, you know, this kind of, uh, <laughs> if you're a Catholic who's scared like hell that you were going to get possessed someday, read this, and it'll be like, okay, well, at least it's not just us. So give that one a read. Next, Demon in Me. By Jennifer Susie. I read this one a while ago because Jennifer was on my podcast, actually twice. She was the second guest to ever be on the podcast, and then she came back on again. Actually, I was I had three books in the mail coming to me, and while I was waiting for them, I thought I liked Demon in Me so much that I started reading it again while I was waiting. So I'll tell you about the books that I got in the mail. But first, let me tell you about the book I read, reread while I was waiting. Alright, off the back of the book. Layla survived years of addiction bearing the most traumatic recollections of her past. She escaped hell, slapping a tourniquet on her toxic memories, and found a measure of peace as a drummer in Las Vegas. Ten years later, she's finally moved on, until she's called home to Connecticut, a last plea from her dying mother. Back to Blackpool, where her estranged family awaits alongside her old enemies. The trip awakens her inner demons, voices who warn that history may repeat itself. A new cycle of violence begins, echoing events Layla barely escaped once. The voices urge her to fight, reminding her of her wrongs that were never made right. If she gives in, she may lose both her sanity and her soul. A steep price to save a family who'd given up on her once. Layla's reached a crossroads, a choice between an insatiable thirst for vengeance or forgiveness for those who harmed her. But some crimes are unforgivable, and some wounds refuse to be forgotten. This book is fun, dude. Well, I really like music. I grew up playing the drums, and the main character, Layla, is a drummer. And this book is, uh, well, it's a lot like a lot of the stories that she tells. 
it starts out very realistic and then things just little by little start happening that make you go hold on a second what's, what's going, going on? on and then you and the main character both kind of fall into this descent of is this in my head is this really happening and it's very uh it's just a great style that she has she writes beautifully has deep and interesting characters and you think about these stories after the fact which is why i decided to reread it while i was waiting for these books that came in the mail i read scratches it's called scratches like he scratches an itch scratches by joshua marcella another guest of the show he was on once just talking about writing and his books and a little bit about himself and then another time he came on and talked about self-publishing so there's like a whole how-to if you're interested in how that goes on uh, self-publishing with joshua marcella but i read his book scratches and uh here's a little info on the book A mother and son with a strained relationship inherit a house following the sudden death of a family member with a violent past. When the son moves his bedroom into the basement, he starts to experience unexplainable and terrifying phenomena. After he uncovers a dark secret concealed within the house, they quickly learn that some truths are better left a mystery. Can they overcome their differences in order to survive, or will the darkness overcome them both? This book does not have a good place to stop anywhere in it. You know, sometimes you're reading, you go, oh, okay, here, I'll just stop here. You get to the end where you think, okay, I'll stop here, and then you go, oh, oh, ooh, ee, ooh, I can't stop here. I read this book in two sittings. Granted, it's not uh, it's not a super long book. It's a novella. But it's, uh, you know, for me, I'm a, I'm a slow reader because I've got all these kids and other things that I got going on. So for me to finish that in two sittings was uh, pretty outstanding. I probably would have finished it in one, but, you know, kids. So I have the sequel, which is actually the prequel, but I haven't start. Well, I, I did. I read a few pages of it. But I wanted to start this other book that I had gotten to by uh, an author named Sean Burgess. The book called The Tear Collector. All right, so here's some info on this one. When a young autistic girl goes missing from a small Appalachian community, the residents of Harper Pass descend into chaos. Brooks Raker and his friends stumble across a police investigation, and as they dig deeper into the mysterious events, the boys realize the fate of their missing classmate pales in comparison with the evil lurking in the shadows over the quiet little town. With four boys who believe something sinister is at work and an ambitious reporter breathing down his neck, Detective Holt of Harper Pass Police Department must confront his doubts and follow the evidence. A chain of disappearances and suspicious deaths leads Holt to the doorstep of the mysterious and reclusive Professor Wadlow, who may know exactly what has come to collect in Harper Pass. Can the detective and the boys work together to unravel the dark secrets of Harper Pass before the secrets devour them all? Well, we'll find out, and I'll find out, because I haven't read this one very much yet, just the first couple dozen pages, but they're really good, and I will follow up on it whenever I whenever I do finish it or get close to finishing it, but uh, the first couple dozen pages, phenomenal. You get a little bit of backstory, then you just kind of jump right into what's going on right now, and you're only a few pages in before you start going, okay, what's this all about here? I highly recommend it so far, and I'll let you know what I think as, uh, as I unravel uh, this mystery and get to the other side of the other cover. With that all said, if you go to ChristopherTallon.com and go to my last blog, you'll see mostly all the stuff that I put up here, but I also have a cool video that I found from um, George Land. And it's something that I've written about before, and we talk about it all the time on my podcast with guests who say, oh yeah, you know, school was not 
the best place for me mentally or emotionally or whatever because all my emotion or my emotional urges all my creative urges were put on the back burner or you know people would just shit on our dreams and say oh well yeah you can't really do that what are you really gonna do you know things like that even more than that school itself just the institute institution is set up in a way to make well what's the video called the failure of success that pretty much says it all so hop over there uh, to christophertalon.com with two l's in talon forward slash blog and you can go and see more about these books get links to them if you want to buy them and uh, check out that video about uh, the failure of success how we're educating people improperly all right man that's it, right? Just a short one. Oh, I'll lead you out with some more music that I made that I'll put on uh, maybe the next podcast and some of the other ones to come. I keep coming up with funky-ass shit like every other day, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody. Thanks for stopping by. Mwah. Great, 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 great. That's a great question. Okay, that's actually a good question. That's a good question. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good, good, good question. Okay, that's actually a good question. Good question, good question, good question. I might need you to rephrase the question, the question, the question, the question, the question. The question.